Welcome to the Psychic Podcast with Sedona, Arizona's most gifted psychic, Narup. Learn more about yourself so you can do more for yourself. And now your host, Narup. This is Narup with PsychicPodcast.com. And welcome to today's podcast. Hello, I'm Narup, and today I want to talk about how spirituality enhances my psychic and intuitive and spiritual practice with my clients. And I have Kathy with me today. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Well, this should be a really interesting discussion. And before we get going, I do just want to make a differentiation. A lot of people confuse the term spirituality and spiritualism. And I just want to define spiritualism as worshiping the spirits of ancestors or worshiping other spirits, which is not what we're talking about here today. But we're talking about spirituality, which is connecting to God's source. Or or would you have a better definition? Right. No, that's beautiful. Because it is about our spiritual nature that we are, that we have, and aligning that to God's source. You know, something greater than ourselves. And when I talk about God's source... That means different things to us because of our own spiritual practices, uh, how we've been brought up, right? So it could be you're aligning to God's source in the angelic realm. Um, It can be you're aligning yourself to shamanism, right? Or you have a Buddhist teacher or master. You know, it can be tied in also to your religion, It helps us to wake up to our higher selves and to align to something greater than us when we have something to connect it to. For myself, personally, you know, I grew up as a a Christian, but over the years and living in India, I also developed myself in other ways spiritually, see many paths leading to the oneness and connecting to God's source and higher enlightened beings out there. And they can be these enlightened masters of Jesus and Buddha and Krishna and, you know, many others. So for me personally, it's like growing within myself, developing myself on a higher level spiritually and following those qualities and compassions of a spiritual teacher. And in doing that, I can bring the best possible parts of myself in my sessions with my clients in giving the guidance from compassion and clarity and uh, helping them to see their paths before them. That is a beautiful explanation. I appreciate that. So in your work as a psychic, do you find that spirituality is important to how you work as a psychic? Definitely, because when you are aligning yourself to something greater and more beautiful and more conscious Um, you know you bring the right information through you are sitting there with your client and you're considering them and their feelings and emotions and you're you know receiving that direct information but it's also in the delivery of how you speak to your client with compassion with love with discrimination of you know, what's the best way to say this to them that they can receive it, that I'm not harming them in any way. And, you know, that's something that I look at with every client. How can I show up for my client? How can I give them that information 
that they can receive it in the best possible way, even if it's hard information to hear, difficult information to hear. And I feel like that is a big piece of looking for a professional psychic or an intuitive that you want somebody who themselves have grown on that level personally and spiritually. And for myself, I spent many years in India and um, seven years in India and then also in the U.S. in another spiritual mystery school and have done a lot of study in different psychologies and meditation and spiritual awakening techniques and psychic techniques in India, in Pune, India. And so all of this together gives me the tools that I need that I can best support my clients with. And not that everybody has to go to the extent that I did, that was just my path, but you know, by teaching yourself those things, by learning those things, then you yourself, your analytical mind, your ego personality, your biases, you're not projecting those things on your clients, which is really important because a lot of so-called psychics do or entertainment psychics or novice psychics, you know, they'll go and say anything to their clients and they're not really thinking about the impact what they're saying has on their clients. Absolutely true. We've all heard about the Madame Esmeraldas who say things like, you will meet a tall, dark stranger. Yeah, if you live near a basketball team, it's going to happen, you know. (laughs) But what you're telling me, if I understand correctly then, is that because you're listening to God's source, it is God's source actually giving the information to your clients, not you personally as a human being coming up with these answers for them. Right, that's true. That's another piece of it. So, you know, as you're tuning in as a psychic, you're you're clear. You've cleared your space to allow that energy to flow through in all the clairs, whether it's claircognizance of knowing or, you know, the hearing, the seeing, the feeling. It's still coming from higher source and you're a conduit. And before I start each session, I prepare my energy, my frequencies, I align to higher source, I ask that I be a clear, direct channel for what my client needs to receive in that moment. And so that's how I channel or bring the energy through for my clients. And because though I am trained in many other modalities of healing and therapies, I do in those sessions that require that, clients are also coming to me for healing or clearing, I am using those abilities as well to pass on information. But even when I'm using those abilities, I'm still aligning to source and still receiving direct information along that pathway for them. So sometimes the information is coming through and I'm just also watching it and hearing it come through. And sometimes I'm surprised at what's coming through because it isn't coming from my analytical mind. And so, but because I also have that background, I work in many ways other than just passing on practical information about everyday things like relationship and career and moving and making decisions. A lot of people come to me for that spiritual counseling, that emotional counseling, that, you know, how to find their right path, how to clear suffering or trauma or, you know, how to develop themselves spiritually. So it allows me to receive direct information about that person's soul path, their energy, 
and that's where I'm a, a conduit, I say, mm -hmm. that that information is coming from a higher source about that person's soul path, and I'm just the messenger, just passing that on to them. Wonderful. So I would imagine people could meet with you either in person here in Sedona or by phone or Skype. That's true. I work in many different ways uh, through FaceTime, Skype, phone, in person in Sedona, Arizona. It depends if people get a chance to get to Sedona. I have a lot of clients that come to Sedona for the purpose of just coming to see me um, because of the work that I do. And Sedona is beautiful and what better place to come. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Many of my listeners can also visit my website, psychicpodcast.com. I also have psychicnarup.com and uh, sedonasacredlight.com. I have a number of sites actually with different information on them. But there's plenty there to read and to listen to my podcasts and uh, to help my uh, listeners on their journey. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, it's been wonderful having you. Thanks for joining me, and I hope my listeners learned a little more about psychic readings and what to really look for when you're searching out a psychic to make sure that their credentials are meeting what you're looking for, because that's very important. You know, with that, as mentioned, and as a professional psychic, I just want to say here a quick little thing about, you know, when you're searching online for a psychic... One thing I really want to say is you need to stay away from those psychics that call themselves seventh generation psychics or gypsy psychics. These are not the kind of psychics that have your best interest at heart. But maybe the best interests of their wallet? Yes, <laughs> it's more along those lines. <laughs> okay. yeah. A professional psychic will not call themselves one of those. And some people say, well, what does that mean, a seventh generation psychic? That's the lineage of the gypsy psychics from a long time ago. And so it's like, well, my grandmother was, my great-grandmother, my mother, my sister, my aunt, my, you know. So they go down the lineage, and it sounds good. You know, it sounds like, wow, this whole person's lineage, they must be pretty special people. But, you know, we know that that type of psychic is just really there to scam you in a way and, and create fear and have you pay lots amounts of money for them to remove curses or bring your boyfriend back or your husband or to get rid of somebody in your life. All that is just really a scam and it just doesn't work that way. So Thank you for explaining that. That is very helpful. I just had to put that in. Not a problem. I'm happy you yeah, did. I want I want my listeners to really get a really good experience. Yes, exactly. Lots of really professional psychics out there. So like you. Yes. <laughs> uh it reminds me of the old uh, consumer education show in Los Angeles. Uh the man would always end the show with and don't let anybody rip you off. The information you just gave will protect your listeners from anybody ripping them off in the future who says they're a seventh generation. Right. Well, I just want to thank my listeners for joining us today, and I look forward to our next podcast, and many blessings. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast show and invite you to subscribe and share with your family and friends. The Psychic Podcast with Naruto.